Hello and welcome to Old vs. Gold, the podcast that takes your fond childhood memories of television and movies and holds them up to the harsh light of today. This week's movie, Train Spotting. Boy, you know, I forgot to think of a question to ask everyone to start the podcast off with. Are you sure? Yeah. Hmm. Maybe we should just start. So what do you guys think is the best question to ask to start off a podcast in a natural manner? No? Um, Nobody? Um, <laughs> wait. I hear a voice from the beyond. How do you Uh-oh. usually start these? I usually start asking a question that's kind of loosely... Based or will get us around to talking about the film. Hey, who's done heroin? Hey, oh, there you go. Not me. <laughs> no, no one's done heroin. I, I have not. Oh, well, funny thing about heroin. Oh, wait, wait, I have a related question. Who's yes? done you and McGregor? Oh, oh. oh. No, also none of us. Okay. okay. Yes, but have we wanted to do it? Well, right? that's another topic. <laughs> Funny, funny you should bring up heroin and Ewan McGregor. Really? Because um, this week's episode, this week's movie is Train Spotting. Oh, what yes. a coincidence. It's pretty exciting, isn't wow. it? Wow. Yes. Uh, let's see. Let's go through it. Uh, who, who's here? I'm Robert. With me is Dave. Hello. Tim. Hey. And Mary Ellen. Hello. Hooray. Woo-hoo. And our movie is Train Spotting, as said, July 1996. Wow. Yeah, ninety six. We're this is probably the the newest film we've done so far so on the far, podcast. Yes. I, I believe so. Budget around three point five million. Uh, gross in the USA sixteen and a half million. Uh, UK twelve million. All around uh, <laughs> estimated all around gross income seventy million. Audience, you're missing worldwide. valuable gestures. Valuable with yes, that description gestures. of, of, of wor- worldwide. Does that include the uh, soundtrack or excluding the soundtrack? I'm not sure. Probably just the movie. Does that include I, I believe merch? It's just the movie, yeah, yes. Merch. And this this is all from Ooh, IMDb industry. and uh, merch and uh, Wikipedia, so um, it could be entirely wrong. It could be, but I mean, it did it did do really well. I mm-hmm. mean, considering the budget was three and a half million, and it, it yeah, it really did a good job. Uh, the story is a guy named Renton is deeply immersed in the Edinburgh drug scene, and he tries to clean up and get out despite the allure of the drugs and the influence of his friends. I see. So there you go. Now, who has seen it and who has not seen it? I I saw it when it came out. In, in the theaters, and actually I'm surprised because it was in the theaters in in the town I went to college in, and I was, oh. so I'm surprised that I thought it was earlier than that because I thought it was oh. while I was still in college, but instead it was while I was, you know, just hanging out at college <laughs> after graduating. So. Ah. Oh. <laughs> McConaughey-like. No. no, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> McConaughey. And you've ne- you have not seen I it. I have never seen it, no. And Mary Ellen? Yes, I, um, I like Dave, saw it when it came out. Um, there was quite a buzz around the movie, and I was really into seeing indie films at the time, so I, mm. I ran and saw it. So, But I have not seen it since, so it'll oh, be interesting okay. to rewatch it having not seen it at all since the first time I saw it, or the only time I saw it. I want to oh. say I've caught you know, like a, a parts of it on, on cable oh, every yeah. once in a while kind of a thing, but... Not not seen the whole thing through. Hmm. I saw it um, in a small theater in Reno when I was living there. And I'm, I'm sorry. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, it gets better. Oh. 
Um, without the, the spoiling, biggest without, smallest theater with, in the world. <laughs> nice, it was a nice little small theater, of course, connected to a casino. Yes, uh, like everything is. Could you play slots during the movie? Uh, no. If your hand reaches, never okay. mind. Okay. Anyway, uh, the film. Oh, that kind of theater. Without trying to spoil it for anyone who hasn't seen it, there, there's a scene where he's trying to get off the drugs and he's hallucinating, and there's a baby on the ceiling. Oh, that scene. And yeah, I, I'm sure you've heard of it because it's yes. kind of a, a big deal. And the baby's head turns around, and boom, the film breaks. Mm. Dark theater. So, <laughs> and, and this wasn't supposed to be part of the movie. It w- was not supposed to be. They could not get it back up, and so they gave me my money back, and, and I left. And I never got around to seeing it again. Really? <laughs> until oh. until oh. years later on, oh. on DVD or VHS or something. Mm-hmm. And I had no idea. It, it, it's funny how the direction the film took after that, mm-hmm. I was not expecting. <laughs> let's just say, leave it at that. Um Let's see who. Let's see. Danny Boyle directed this. He did Shallow Grave. Has anyone seen that? No. That was oh, a yeah. couple years before. I remember that was a good one. That oh, also what? had Ewan McGregor in it. Well, Shallow Grave. That was that was the one with the roommates, right? Yeah. Yeah. My roommates made me watch that. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Oh dear. Yes. yes. <laughs> and, then, and then we were going to make it the the you know when we were interviewing for this was a a place you know we have four four bedroom flat in San Francisco. We had people cycling through, so our joke was: if people, someone wanted to live in the place, they had to sit and watch the movie with us. Weeding <laughs> out a process. Yes, That's interview great. process. That's great. It was that... kind of the sexual harassment video of employment at your apartments. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, Christopher Eccleston was also oh. in that. Uh, yes, one of the doctors uh, was in that film. I, I didn't remember that. I'll have to watch it again sometime. Uh, he also Wait. directed 28 Days Later I in 2002. Love that uh, movie. Sunshine in 07, Slumdog Millionaire in 08, and 127 Hours in 2010. Hmm. Yeah, so pretty good career there. Uh, the film's based on a novel by Irvine Wa- Welsh. Irvin Welsh. Irvin Welsh, yes. yes. And John Hodge did the screenplay, and he also did the screenplay for A Shallow Grave. Um, yeah, we got Ewan McGregor in it. He was... Um, you know, he, he's, he's got a good little career going here. He's, <laughs> he was in Shallow Grave, he was in Moulin Rouge, Black Hawk Down, and then the Star Wars prequels. Robert Carlyle. But I still like him because... Robert Carlyle. <laughs> Ro- I'm sorry? Robert Carlyle. Oh, yeah, that's that's in the list. Oh, yes, okay, he, you were getting there. Yes, he was in a Bond film. He was uh, with The World Is Not Enough in 99. 28 weeks later, um, in 07, and... He was in Stargate Universe, the not-so-popular oh, right. uh, spin-off of the Stargate franchise. And I think and lately he's been... Rumple, he's on yes. Stillskin on Once Upon a Time. Oh. Yes. Um, it's actually really is, good. Is he, is he still wiry? Like, very. Very wiry? <laughs> very, extremely. He's only wiry. gotten more wiry. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. That's hard to imagine. Uh, Johnny Lee Miller is in this. He is now on Elementary with... Um, Oh wow! Oh Lucy wow! Lou? Lucy, Lucy Liu, thank you. Yes. yes, and he's playing Sherlock. The, the the clearly inferior modern interpretation of Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I haven't seen it, so I can't really say. But it, it's I'm clearly guessing. inferior. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's the cast. I mean, there's more, but you know, let, let's uh, let's move on. Um, predictions. Still gonna like it. Still yeah, not. I think it'll hold up. They're gonna do heroin. 
they hmm. well or try to not do heroin. Hmm. True. Is it, is Both. it is it glorifying drugs or not glorifying drugs? That's the question. Hmm. I, I think it's pretty clearly not. <laughs> Considering, yeah, seems, okay, all right. Yeah. Uh, hmm. Will Tim like it? Yeah, I'm curious because I never saw it. Partly because I just heard nothing about it that interested me, and I heard one thing that deterred me. Uh oh, what was that? Well, I don't know the exact details, but there's some sort of gross toilet scene. Oh yeah, there is. So, but it's kind of also funny. Well, so. we'll see. And not not as gross as you might think. Okay. Okay. Well, we'll see. <laughs> well, okay, maybe it is. <laughs> our our um, secret audience <laughs> throws uh, some doubt onto that. Silence, you! <laughs> <laughs> the peanut gallery. Okay, uh, so let's... You're fired. You'll never oh. use a public restroom again. <laughs> well, I'm already not doing at least, that, at so... Least, at least not in Scotland. <laughs> no. Ugh, ugh. I think I probably... Figured that anyway. Yeah. <laughs> if in Scotland, maybe not use public restrooms. Yes. Uh, so we'll be watching be the, the Netflix version. I hear that there's a, a European version with some more sex and stuff like that. But but we'll be watching the Americanized <laughs> Netflix version. So um, okay. if you wish to join us, pause the podcast here and uh, watch it at home. And we'll be back in just a few seconds. Ding. So, so who's ready for another shot of pizza? <laughs> pizza shots. Pizza shots for everyone. Yeah. Ah, okay. So we just finished watching Train Spotting. It was a delightful Let us, romp. Let's, oh, <laughs> God, yes. The joy I feel now is just... Yeah, uh, yeah Netflix lists as as comedy and cult movie. Yes. It's, it's freaking dark. Yes. It's, just... it's a it's a movie about friends, hmm. and they're overcoming their drug addictions. Are they now? And becoming just like us in the end, huh. <laughs> which I forgot all about. Oh, for some reason the dramatic change in this film did not happen as I remember it the first time I saw the second half. Yeah, it's funny. Yeah, you described when you saw it the first time for the film broke, and you saw the second half, and you you said yeah. it went another direction. I, I felt no, like this it seems like the same for some direction. Reason, I seem to recall it becoming some sort of caper. Well, there was a sort of mini caper. Uh, kind of, but if not as much as a in my memory hmm. of like it, the story just becoming a sure? different thing. And I remember him betraying the the Robert Carlyle, who I could never understand what the hell he says. Yeah, me too. Thank you. Because I have no anything in the story involving Ben B. I had no clue why or what was happening. I don't know why he showed up in London. He, he, was, he was nasty and robbery. said things and had a knife. Yes. And that's all I ever got out of that. Um, uh, yeah. you know, maybe, well, maybe when you saw it, saw it, you saw it again after the film broke, maybe you actually saw Ocean's Eleven. You know, it's possible. <laughs> it's possible there was a mix-up at the DVD May- Maybe, shop yeah, and, uh, yeah. George Clooney, Robert Carlyle. Uh, <laughs> yes. It's an easy mistake to make. I know, yeah. <laughs> Earlier, I forgot to mention that Kelly McDonald is in this, and this was her first film. Who is she? She is, was Damn. in Old Country for No... no uh, I'm sorry, No Country for Old, old Men. Co- old Country for No Men. <laughs> she was also the voice of Brave and Brave. Oh, okay. Merida in Brave. Yes. Yeah. That's what I said. No. What? <laughs> huh? I'm just joking. Around. Yes, she was the title, the main character in, in Brave. And she's now on Boardwalk Empire. Okay. 
Oh, that's right. She is. Mm-hmm. So her career just went downhill. Yeah, she found nothing. <laughs> after and the old guy, I think it was Ewan McGregor's dad. Which old guy? Ewan McGregor's dad. <laughs> oh! That old guy? The guy who was playing his dad. I'm sorry, I, I don't recognize Ewan McGregor's <laughs> dad on sight. Um, oh, the guy, his the guy dad. who was playing his dad. Okay, I believe well, that was James Cosmo. Oh, I'm was sorry. On Game Game of Thrones. I thought you were talking about Ewan McGregor's actual dad. No, okay. in the in the movie. Okay. okay. Uh, who's he in Game of Thrones? Um, Some old bearded white guy. Marm, I think. <laughs> I think he's in the um, at the at the wall. I think he's the old oh, guy. Oh, okay. The wall so he is an old bearded white guy. Uh, okay, yeah. one of many. Warning us of the upcoming. Yes. Thing. Winter and I'm so not forth. sure if he's still alive on the show or not. I can't Leon, remember. Yeah. Um, that's that's a great question. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. So uh, Tommy, who was played by Kevin McKidd, I completely forgot he was in this movie, oh. and I recognize him from one of my favorite movies, kind of a guilty pleasure, is Topsy Turvy, hmm. which I don't know if you've seen. I don't even know that. No. Yeah, it's a it's about Gil- Gilbert and Sullivan. But oh, it's, it's a great movie. Oh, I heard. Okay, okay. Um, and he plays one of the actors in the Mikado. And hmm. he's really good, but it's a completely different role than this one. <laughs> and he doesn't wind up dead. <laughs> There's a lot of completely different roles here. I mean, it's just so... I, I don't know. I, I don't remember it being so shit-filled. Shite-filled. Mm, that it was. Yeah, one of my notes is, was. why all the shit? <laughs> shite. Shite, sorry. It's Scotland, so it's shite. Yes, yes. I think one of the best things about this movie is that you see a lot of young actors. It's a movie that a lot of young actors got their start in who later went on to do, you know, other bigger things. Um, they They may have been known, you know, over in the UK, but in terms of the American audience, I think it was the first time a lot of us saw some of these actors. So it's sort of like a starting point yeah, in the careers, yeah. I think, of yeah. a lot of them. Uh, Johnny Lee Miller was in Hackers the year before. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I, forgot to, I forgot to mention that, yes, before he was Sherlock and before he was train spotting. No, yeah, before that. <laughs> he was in Hackers. Hmm. Yes. Not, 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 not a great film, but <laughs> worth mentioning, I suppose, because you might look at him and go, well, he looks familiar. Yeah, he was in Hackers, yeah. your favorite film from the year 90s. before. <laughs> year before. <laughs> okay. Uh, so I don't know. Let's go around. Let's see. Uh, observations, goods, bads, first impre- first second impressions, or first impressions. Um, I'm curious to find out what Tim thinks. Yeah. Well, so it was 93 minutes long. Yeah. Not a hundred ninety-three minutes long. <laughs> Did it feel long? It was a long slog for me. Okay. And it got off on a bad foot with me because this movie wasn't so much adapted from the book as read to us from the book. (laughs) It's like, really? You can't show enough of what's going on that you'd have to constantly have it narrated? Mm. Like every thought he had was narrated at us. Yeah, it's true. It's like, hmm, not really making a film then, are you? (laughs) (laughs) I thought it was visually creative agreed yeah 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 Yeah, true i especially like the part where he falls through the through the rug yeah (laughs) and that kind of represents he's near death yeah until they inject him with whatever that was and he goes out of the Mm -hmm. rug (laughs) (laughs) 
That was good. Uh, the baby on the ceiling, of course. <laughs> We're all strangely We're all quiet depressed. about this film. It, it's, it is. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, mean, I think it, this is our first R-rated film on the it? podcast. I think. I'm not sure. It's certainly well, our wait, first never ending story. No, that was G. Um, that was G. <laughs> so, so Robbie, I I concur with the way that the movie was shot. I think, mm-hmm. like you know, they took sort of a magical realist. Yeah, uh, I like that you know, interpretation and, and went with that. And that was really great. So it was sort of a stylized, um, view of it, but I think watching it now having over a decade or more (laughs) elapsed since the first time I saw it, 18, 18 years. years. Okay. (laughs) Thank you. Um, Oh dear. And you know, I don't know about you guys, but there were, you know, several people I knew who struggled with that particular drug. Oh, yeah. You know, (laughs) there was, I mean, you don't hear much about it now, right? You don't hear about somebody, you know, somebody's friend strung out on heroin. Mm. Yeah. You don't hear, you know, but the 90s, like the, you know, early to Mm -hmm. mid 90s was sort of a a hotbed for that drug for some mm-hmm. reason. I have yeah. no idea why, but it just came in, came back after like the Vietnam war. <laughs> we yeah. hadn't heard that. It, then it became like <laughs> cocaine and then it was heroin again in the nineties. Yeah. Cause no one could afford cocaine. I guess. So, <laughs> you know, I know, I, I don't know if San Francisco had a problem, but LA certainly had a problem. Oh. And, mm. um, you know, nobody's super close to me, but you know, you'd hear stories and mm. you'd hear stories of, junkie roommates stealing people's stuff Mm -hmm. and selling it Mm -hmm. and you know you'd hear lots of stories about that and thank god i never you know got close enough to anybody who was deep into it but um it was sort of depressing to watch the movie and kind of be reminded of that time when you know people real people were really touched by that drug it really like wrecked a lot of people's lives so um you know, now, of course, it's like math and other yeah. other things. But um, anyway, so just kind of like as stylized as it was, it was still really depressing to think about, you know, all the people who were really affected by that mm-hmm. horrible time. You know, my, my, my thought through there was I've been really lucky in my life to not have been particularly closely touched by that. Um and then, you know, then the, you know, and, and I, you know, I'm seeing, you know, it's all, all the drug stuff is going on. And it's like, that's, that's sort of crummy enough. And then all of a sudden in sort of the game show scene, they start talking about HIV and it's like, yeah. oh yeah, that shit came in. Yeah. yeah. You know, that, at the same time in that same crowd. And it's like, wow, that's okay. I'm really depressed now. <laughs> <laughs> That that just takes us to to a to another just really dark place and 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 so for me it's like I feel like this movie was is sort of out of character of the other films that that you guys have done on the on the podcast. Oh yeah, right? I mean, definitely. It's, it's 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 not really a genre film. It's it's no. kind of a serious, um, you know, it's a it's a it's a serious deal about a about a time and a place, um, and so. I don't know, I was just kind of struck by that. Pro or anti-drug film? Neither. Neither? Well, maybe anti, but I don't know. Um, 
yeah, I would, I would, I would say neither. In that it, it's attempting to um, depict. It's de- it, It's attempting to tell a truth about it, and and not pull punch. And it, and it starts with the the bit at the beginning where where Ewan McGregor mm-hmm. character says, you know, we're not stupid. It mm-hmm. feels really good, yeah. right? Right. That that's that's kind of yeah. the the trying to get something about what the what the pull is for it in there. I think they both, you know, glamorize it in the way that it's shot and these sort of the sequences like his, you know, hallucinations and, you know, on one level, those can be kind of seductive. Mm -hmm. And but then on the other hand, they do show you the he shows you the raw reality. So I think it's just depending on who's watching the movie and yeah, but and I think if it's trying to be anti-drug, I don't think it necessarily was. I think it was trying to depict like that, but it kind of complicates it and works against it that when the characters at the times, the few times in the movie, the characters weren't addict. I guess you always are an addict, but weren't 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 using. They were assholes, (laughs) so it's like (laughs) you know that made it hard to connect with them and be sad about their plight. Well, well, the other thing that struck me was sort of his. You, know, you see his parents sitting there in in the pub with their cigarettes and their and their pints, yeah. mm-hmm. um, talking to him about you know how can you put that crap in your body? Yeah, you know, I thought that was very. Um... Yeah, but there are levels, <laughs> you know. <laughs> you know, right? Do you think though, because because he Ewan McGregor Renton um, got out of it and went and like started selling houses in London and. I mean, mm-hmm. do you think if Robert Carlyle didn't show up, uh, do you think he would have stayed off it and started making a life for himself? I, I didn't care enough to think about it. Do you believe him when he says he's taking the, what is it? I guess he's got uh, about $14,000 in that bag mm-hmm. and going to start a new life and be drug-free and happy and with a cat and a dog and a mm-hmm. picket fence and all that good stuff or do you think he's just gonna inject all of that that's what cash they all into say yeah. <laughs> i think he has good intentions but i yeah. i i think sooner or later he's gonna succumb well we may find out because there's talk of a sequel hmm. uh the not there was a novel there was a sequel to the novel i believe it was called porno <laughs> for some reason and uh that's what he did they're, they're they're talking about doing it in 2016 they were waiting for the actors to get old enough. And everyone, oh, it's everyone a, seems oh, on wow. board. Hmm. Yeah, it's much further down the road. Oh, wow. um, everyone seems on board to do it, so we might get a train spotting to the wrath of. Everyone's still Heroine. alive. The wrath, like those characters. Those characters. Yeah, none yeah, of them not, die. Not all of those the... characters. Begbie is dead by now. I'm sorry. That guy. Yeah, got, yeah. That guy got jail, shanked. Right? <laughs> no, 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 no. Well, he why isn't shanked. he in prison? He if he was wanted got... for armed robbery and they caught him at the hotel. Well, I'm sure he, that's a good point. He probably spent I'm sure some he time got in shanked prison. in prison. Oh, good yeah. point. Yes, you know, yes, of course. Can't shut of course. up and yeah, yeah, you yeah. can't back away and yeah. accept an apology. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was, it, but it was a funny movie too. It had its, mm, it, it had its, it had its. Yeah, there was okay. plenty of areas where <laughs> we were laughing. So. It was amusing. The hmm. whole diving into a toilet scene. Maybe uh. not good to eat pizza during that, but <laughs> no, I didn't find anything entertaining about that. <laughs> um. Okay. And the water was remarkably clear. Yes, once yes. he uh... in your imagination, it's very clear. Well, if you if you use those blue cakes, that's yeah, what it clears it right up. Yeah. yeah, it's magical. <laughs> um, 
Okay, well. <laughs> um, I want to talk about the music. Yes, the music. The soundtrack was very popular. It's very popular. It's very well used. Um, I was distracted when they went with Atomic without using the Blondie version, which mm. I looked up and they couldn't get it. So they used a knockoff and oh. it being a knockoff actually distracted me. <laughs> it's like, this is not Atomic by Blondie. <laughs> this is an imitation. Um, and and I think it, it's, it, it makes it a challenge to watch the movie over time now. Not the movie's fault at all, but the fact that so much oh. of the music in it yes. has been commercialized. There's that one song that is There's, now the well, PlayStation 4 Well, yeah, and song. Lust for Life is the cruise song. Right. You Norwegian know, cruise all line. All these uh, deeply personal songs about drug use that are what fittingly used in the movie are now hackneyed yeah. songs pushing crap, you know? Yes. <laughs> um, so, and, but, you know, the movie, not the movie's fault, but it makes it hard to get back to the meaning that might have been in those songs that might have gone with the movie when um when happened. all you can think about is a, a cruise ship <laughs> yes or commercial a <laughs> yeah <laughs> um but but yeah it was really well chosen you know i love the way it would play you know they got played out like the whole movie is kind of set pieces like perfect right? the whole perfect day yeah yeah sequence was, yeah. was yeah. really well done yeah the movie's well, really the just a string of set song. pieces not the duran duran version no <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> And, um, you know, each set piece then had its own kind of song. And that kind of really worked, I think. Yeah, and I think that's that's I think that's the change that, that someone mentioned, right? That, that up until Renton, you know, kind of kicks things and moves to London, it's sort of a series of vignettes that, yes, yeah. sort of advance the plot a little bit, but they're really a series of separate vignettes. And then from that point forward, it becomes sort of the story of this, this um, you know, the story of the heroin deal. At, yeah. at, at the end and and, and and him trying to break free yeah making he, an attempt to like start over him, but his yeah. jerky friends keep his, his pulling jerky him down. friends <laughs> show up and he and he you know for whatever reason doesn't throw them out yeah, yeah. um and well he's genuinely afraid of um what's his name the knifey knifey mcstabby yeah <laughs> the guy we can't understand yes <laughs> you've got a knife and i can't understand a word you're saying i'm scared of you <laughs> I would have that reaction. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, I suppose you could call the police on him or something. Yeah, that's but, an idea. Yeah. But yeah. when you're young, you might, you know. And doing heroin. To, and doing heroin, yeah. It's the story of the hero and the heroine. You, oh, you hush over there. What? No, <laughs> no comments from the, the peanut gallery. You're fired. <laughs> Security to uh, the couch, please. Security to the couch. <laughs> so what made you select this title, this particular title? Um, well, to be honest, I had a pile of movie lists. <laughs> I found out who was free tonight. <laughs> then I found out what movies everyone selected. Mm -hmm. and but but what, why, why did spotting. you have it on, this, on the list? Why did you I put just it on thought it was old place? enough that it could be considered... Okay for the podcast but you had and you liked it right you really, really now now that's the, okay now we've come to the point of the podcast and <laughs> of why the film is on here i guess i was a at a point in my life when this appealed to me okay there you go not taking drugs but okay. like these people who with questionable morals who would just do things and mm -hmm. i don't know and it was funny and you were in reno and, and i was in reno and <laughs> 
it, poop was really funny back then. It's like that that must be like a, a heroin you addicts know. thing, you know, where it's like I remember the time I woke up and I had shit in my girlfriend's and, and, bed. And, you remember and, the and, and by the way, if you if you liked the poop jokes, you should definitely read the book because there's even more. Oh I bet there is. <laughs> well, you know, we all went through that mid nineties poop phase. Yeah. Remember yeah. speak for yeah. yourself. <laughs> uh, well, you fine. you missed out. You missed <laughs> out. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know the the pooping. The the, the toilet <laughs> scene was f- funny. I thought to me, but the the poop in the blanket and then it gets all over breakfast was just stupid. Well, the toilet this. scene's funny because it's the first time you get a magical realism hint. You know that this yeah. movie is not quite. They're not going to tell a really straight yeah, ahead story. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. the first time you you realize okay they're gonna they're gonna be shooting this in a really different way. They're going to be telling a story that's a bit skewed. Yeah. So. Oh. Um, and there's a lot of brown happening. Yeah. That there bathroom sure was just like, that, that place should have been shut down. Oh, it was yeah. so bad. Uh, but Robert Carlyle's character, uh, Big, Big B. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, you're big Kind of, at, at, there were certain points where he kind of made me think of um, uh, Simon Pegg in uh, The World's End. I don't know why. Maybe it's just because hmm. he's in a pub in, over... <laughs> that could be it. I don't know. I don't see a match there. Well, not, not in character so yeah. much as in maybe dress or the way he looked. Well, that's like, the era... About, well, no, know? it's a little later than the era yeah, that but... Simon Pegg's character is stuck in. Yeah, that exactly. was actually ninety instead. So of maybe 90, that's why I thought of it. But um. but of course, this is Scotland, so they may have just gotten to ninety and ninety six. <laughs> um, <laughs> that could be why. Yeah, I mean, maybe. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. It just kind of popped into my head while I was mm-hmm. watching. It's like this guy kind of looks like that character. Hmm. That was the look, I guess. I see. So, so let's. Uh, I don't know. Let's 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 start the voting. I guess. Okay. If there are no other notes, or praises, or not praises, anything from the peanut gallery? No. <laughs> uh, that's right. You <laughs> shut up. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh boy, should I start? Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll start because um, you brought this upon us. I brought this upon you. <laughs> I still think it, I, I, there's funny bits and there's parts of it I like, but. I don't feel myself wanting to watch it again. And I'm going to have to vote old on this one. Um, unfortunately. I don't know why I say unfortunately. That's the, mm-hmm. the goal of the podcast is to do that. So so I, I, I also do not really want to watch it again. <laughs> and for that reason, I'm going to vote gold. Which is it's still a really... It, I feel like it's still a really strong film. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a it's a strong film. It it, it has emotional grab. You, uh, you know, for for better for for you know these these characters are all pretty much assholes, but you still yeah. get caught up in the story and, and what's going on. Um, so I, I still think it's a I think it's a it's a it's a it's a good film. Hmm. I still think it's a good film. I just think I'm not in the no longer in the mood for it. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, that's well, that's that's a that's a distinction, right? Right. I mean, I think the the other the film that that the Peanut Gallery and I have, have spoken about is is Requiem for a Dream. Right? Yes, another film about drug drug use that I never want to see yes. and again. And leaving Las Vegas. Yes. Also, that was when I when I truly understood that the Oscars were bunk. That that. Yeah. The year that film came out, Ellen Burstyn yes. did not get the Oscar. Oh, right. Julia yes. Roberts. Roberts did. Exactly. For yes. 
whatever. whatever. And, and yet I need to point out that for some reason, everyone still pays attention to the Oscars, which you <laughs> yes. do not understand. But. Well, you pay attention to them so that you can be angry at them. Oh, I see. Okay. Yes. <laughs> see, when I saw Requiem for a Dream, I remember immediately thinking I never want to see it again. <laughs> but also, I remember seeing on our way out of the theater, I saw it with you, Peanut Gallery, Remember? And we were walking out of the theater and they had the little postcards for the film. And the the, fra- the catchphrase was something like, life is wonderful, everything is great, things will be okay, or yes. something very uplifting. And I picked it up and I said, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. And I think I got the DVD to listen to the commentary and there was some really cool like behind the scenes. They had a... Um, the the long shot where she's cleaning the house that was time lapse they had like a camera behind that camera showing how they set it up and rigged it and everything it was really cool and i listened to the commentary i think and that was the last time i ever put the dvd in the, <laughs> in the um tim yeah uh, so it's interesting david mentioned the emotional grab because i didn't feel that at all hmm. it did not emotionally involve me in any way um they're like it was artistically shot, lots of good shots. I really liked the magical realism transitions, especially those are good. And the whole withdrawal sequence—that's all excellent. I think that whole that whole famous sequence is really really good. Music's well used, so the craft is there, the actor's good, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. I don't care. It was just—I <laughs> mean, you know, it got off on the the wrong foot with me by starting to say the story at me. And then, you know, it's just such a long slog when they weren't addicts, they were assholes. I couldn't understand. It's just, I, I, then this may be just be a personal thing because I'm at a point in my life where I don't, I don't have any interest in these movies that tell me bad things are bad <laughs> without giving me something else to work with. And I'll probably never see 12 Years a Slave. It may be excellently made. But yeah, I, I kind of already know slavery was a terrible, terrible thing, <laughs> and I really want to sit through a two-hour recreation of it, you know. Hmm. Um, so, you know, maybe just, I'm sure the boat's just fueled by personal taste, but I just think, yeah. No, old, Tim, old. Tim, you're not allowed to vote based on your personal taste. No? Okay. No. Well, in that case, I'm voting old. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> I'm confused. Also, oh, I want to mention, though, it did actually kind of run the the withdrawal sequence. Actually, though, did remind me of a movie I want to do the podcast someday, which is Pink Floyd The Wall. Oh. Which is 15 years earlier. Right. Um, hmm. I've never seen it. Yeah. Um, it's just the kind of same hallucinogenic attempt to... De- depict the effects of drugs. So, you know, I think it's probably better done at this, but it was done for a shorter time in this. So, um, <laughs> anyway, it reminded me, reminded me of that. But yeah, it's just, yeah, I don't. This movie didn't give me a good reason to have made this movie. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, reluctantly, I'm going to have to say old. Hmm. And I'll. I agree that there's a really great cast. Danny Boyle is a great director. Um, I love 28 Days Later. Slubdog Millionaire, of course, is a really f- amazing movie. Um, but I feel like this movie just doesn't wear well after all this time. Hmm. I feel like at the time it came out, um, you know, there was a lot of buzz around it. People were excited. I think 
I think that topic was on a lot of people's minds. It was, you know, a little seductive, sort of interesting. And I think now it just doesn't appeal. Hmm. And, you know, not to detract from the great, um, you know, acting or directing. And some of the sequences are amazing. But I just think, like, for me, for a movie to sort of be old or gold, it has to really wear the stand the test of time or wear well after many years. And I just feel like this one, it was so of a moment and so of an era that, and it's an era I don't really care to, or that aspect of no. that era, <laughs> yeah. I don't care to yeah. know more about. I'm really glad it's over. <laughs> um, so I would say old. Okay. All right. I'd but, like to note for the record that all three of you are wrong. <laughs> <laughs> There's it's no kind right. of a reluctant old. I mean, I yeah, I yeah. want to give Me it too. a gold, yeah, yeah. but I do. Noted, you're still wrong. I'm well, yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of good right. things about the film. There's, there are, there are. Them all, but yes. mine is totally non-reluctant. It's a, it's a personal vote, and there's no right or wrong. Well. I mean, except that there are three olds and one gold, so the wrongness is obvious. Uh-huh. <laughs> Just kidding. Hey, do we get a vote from the peanut gallery, or does the peanut gallery not want to... Yeah, that's the, right. The you peanut, gal- your mouth the peanut gallery is the Washington, D.C. of our podcast. She can vote, but we won't count it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right. Okay. <laughs> Well, so brings us to the end of this somber episode of yeah. Gold vs. Gold. Wow. Yeah, boy. All righty, then. Um, we promised to have something Next week, fun. The Sound of Music. <laughs> hey. I was going to say, next week, Schindler's List. Oh. <laughs> uh, no, next week will be, I'm sure, a very upbeat and uplifting movie, and this will never happen again. <laughs> There's a lot of dead air in this podcast. I hope you cut well, out. Well, I'll have to also cut that out because I'll probably cut out the dead air. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Crap, now I have to do it. Unless I don't cut that out. Ah, it's too much work. I'll just leave it all in. <laughs> all right, thanks for joining us. This has been Robert. There's Dave. Hello. There's Tim. Goodbye. There's Mary Ellen. And the peanut gallery Adios. should be quiet. Quiet. <laughs> we'll see you next week. Or hear you next week, whatever. <laughs> Go to oldvgold.com to find more episodes and more information about this podcast. We're on Twitter at Hidden Deadly. Also, you can send us questions with the hashtag oldvgold. Gold.